0: Now it's time. great Bishop and the Council Roundup. Oh, so much to get to uh, and very little time. Last night, three-hour meeting. Try to condense that down for you this hour. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch at West Subs. All right, so last night's nearly three-hour council meeting, a lot of it focused on the Legacy Sports Shopping Center and a sports complex that uh, got approved last night, ultimately. Uh, but let's go ahead and open it up with all the debates. Here's the mayor talking about uh, the developer's agreement. And uh, before we do get to that, though, uh, the, the, the city council did not take up an attempted veto override of the mayor's veto of a spending authority bill. So that didn't even really come up. I mean, they brought it up, but uh, the measure was withdrawn, so they didn't even debate it or vote on it. So I just wanted to put that out there first up. Uh, But let's get into the Legacy Sports Complex and the debates and all the ins and outs and some of the concerns that Alderman have. Mayor Jim Langfelder last night laying out the developers' agreements in this plan.
1: Developer's agreement says developer will commence construction of the indoor portion within 18 months of opening the outdoor project subject to approval of the plans by the city, the approval of development assistance for the indoor facility by the city council, the determination of economic feasibility, and the securing of financing. The indoor project should be completed within 24 months from the commencement of the construction subject to delays in construction. If the developer does not commence construction within 24 months of the opening of the outdoor project, the city at its discretion may notify the developer that it is limiting its future obligations to solely the outdoor facility development
0: assistance. So, ultimately, if they don't start the indoor, because uh, again, this is a two phase plan. The outdoor is going to be first, the field's outside, and then they'll come back and build an indoor sports complex. Uh, but if they don't do that within two years, then the city may be able to hold back on their uh, portion of this agreement. Here's uh, Corporation Council Jim Zirkel reiterating that.
2: If they do not do that within 24 months, then the city may, it doesn't say Shell, but may. Uh, withhold that funding related to the indoor facility and in, in other words any excess will simply could accrue back to the city. We're
0: still talking about tens of millions of dollars uh, the city could be um, ultimately paying out for the outdoor complex. Uh, more about the protections in this uh, developer's agreements from Zirkle?
2: However, if the outdoor facility ceases to function or operate then that would cut off all payments.
0: So what about funding uh, for the developer, um, bonds, other types of investments, and trying to get money from others to, to get this thing going? Here's uh, Corporation Council Zirkle.
2: If there were bonds, then uh, there are a bond as a contract. So there would be a provision uh, in the bond ordinance that provides for uh, defaults. One of the defaults would be failure to operate. If there's a failure to operate, then we would not have to make the payments. The the uh, tax revenue would be
0: So uh, the, the the financing of this also uh, integral in whether or not the program moves forward. Alderman Ralph Hanauer who has been vocal about some of his concerns. He sounded off last night on uh, other concerns to make sure that this thing is actually viable and not just something that's built and people look the other way.
2: What we don't want to have is just a, have 8 a multipurpose fields and concession stand That that's not a wow factor. That's not a destination. People are going to want to go.
0: And that definitely is not a wow factor. I mean, I don't drive by the local baseball diamond in my village that has a concession stand and go, wow, would you look at that? Would you look at this? Look at that. Look at this. Would you look at that? Would you look at this?
2: That we're just not going to throw up some ball fields in a, in a concession stand. And and we're on the hook for, for a lot of money. Um, It's important that that second phase goes.
0: Alderman Hanauer
2: continues. If they stopped, they didn't go forward with the with the indoor facility. Our obligation was done at that point because we were told they were gonna go they were gonna go outdoor facility and then an indoor facility. And if they're not gonna do that, we were sold to bill of goods.
0: Uh, Alderman Hanauer, uh, again, he's really reiterating that we need that indoor phase uh, to make this thing actually uh, viable.
2: That's that's the wow factor of this thing. Ball field, you can go a lot of places and just see ball fields and a, and a snack
0: bar. <laughs> I always hated those little snack bars when I was a kid, by the way. You'd go get some Big League Chew and... Uh, Like a melted candy bar or something. Uh, I don't think they had refrigeration in the snack bars uh, from the uh, small junior, you know, baseball diamonds. I'd go hang out with uh, when I was a kid. Um, The developer's attorney said that they are on board with the developer's agreements, but you also had um, another of the uh, developer there, Jim Arnold, on uh, why they're choosing to do the outdoor part of this first instead of the indoor phase first
3: Uh, a great example of a project that that we managed cedar point sports center started with an outdoor complex uh, then moved into the indoor phasing Uh, there's multiple examples uh, lake point sports uh, in atlanta uh, started with outdoor then moved into indoor and numerous around and so that would be our recommendation uh, for the proper phasing if this is a phased project
0: We'll hear more from the developer uh, and a lot of questions and statements made by aldermen all across the board. Uh, a lot to get to with this, so stay tuned. It's right here with the Council Roundup on the WMAY morning news feed, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. I'm Greg Bishop. Wake up every Wednesday morning bright and early. Actually, it's not bright at all. It's still pitch black outside whenever I wake up. but. Uh, I listened to the entirety of the council meeting double time so I can highlight uh, what you need to know to get on with your day. Uh, and That's what the council roundup is all about. And let's continue on now with uh, Jim Arnold. He's one of the uh, uh, key principals in the development of the Legacy Sports Center complex that got approved last night. But a lot of questions, uh, especially about the two-phased approach. Why do outdoor first instead of focusing on the indoor facility? Uh, and all of the Dollars the city's going to be um, ultimately on the hook for here uh, as this thing gets developed. But uh, more from Jim Arnold about uh, the facility's use and uh, ultimately, uh, who's going to be able to use this thing?
3: we talked about it and there's a lot of the focus is the economic impact, the tournaments, those things that generate those out-of-town visitors. But Monday through Friday, we want to make both the outdoor and indoor facilities a local use. So making sure that we create relationships with those leagues, with those user groups, uh, to where we can provide programming not only for athletes, but also local residents who may or may not traditionally be involved in sport.
0: But it's not just about sports, he said.
3: Or something much more than that. It's an event destination. And so these multi-purpose venues and fields can be soccer, lacrosse, baseball, softball, flag football. But then within this facility, there's also experiential items. So we're looking at, you know, things like miniature golf and ropes courses. And, you know, it's not just the standard concession stands anymore. We're looking at markets and food truck parks and things that when people come to this facility, we want the facility itself to be a destination so that when people come here, then they get to experience the city and everything the city has
0: to offer. Well, I, mean, I don't know about... Uh... Staying at the facility, experiencing the city. I mean, they'd have to go into the city uh, to go see the Lincoln sites and the historic monuments and all of that jazz. I mean, they're not going to be able to find that at the at the the sports complex. But I can see how it would be an anchor to bring people into town, and then during the non sporting events, they can go and uh, check out some of the uh, the Lincoln sites. Uh, but now it's time for Aldermen to share their questions and concerns. Alderman Sean Gregory laid out a variety of things that he's concerned with, uh, including making sure. that that this is uh, inclusive uh, and uh, brings about uh, everybody in the city to take part.
4: Definitely know that sports tourism is big. Um, But the sports that we're talking about, you know, they have a certain demographic. And that demographic is going to, another demographic is going to be missed. Um, And, you know, I just really think that that the city's direction, um, it it has to be more um, inclusive.
0: Alderman Gregory
4: continues. I to my council that the only reason that I'm not for this is because I don't feel like it's inclusive to the whole city. But I do quite possibly believe that um, if 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 done right, it, it can be successful. Sports tourism is a good thing. Um, we definitely need to tap into it, but we, we need to make sure that these things are inclusive or, or people are
0: going to miss out. And-, and the developer responding to some of those concerns about inclusivity.
3: And that means that all of the projects we work on, we look for opportunities regardless of socio- socioeconomic background regardless of mental or physical capabilities that we're creating programs that everyone within the community can not only afford to participate in, but are able to participate in. And so we have access programs, uh, scholarship programs that we'll put into this facility and all the facilities that we operate. But I hear that loud and clear and as a company we do. And if this moves forward, we will be committed to making sure that all residents have the opportunity to engage with this facility and that we're working with businesses, hotels, restaurants throughout the community to make sure that we don't end up in a situation where people feel that they don't have access here.
0: Yesterday on the air, we talked with uh, Alderman Roy Williams about some of his concerns uh, surrounding the uh, the sports complex, and he shared some of those last night as well. Uh, here's uh, Alderman uh, Roy Williams from last night.
5: I, I as an alderman from Ward 3, far away from where this was going to be, was trying to figure out a way that the entire city does benefit. And one of the ways was for the facilities and the structures to be located on this side of 186 school district lines and that's in the community benefits agreement
0: that's one of the things that he's really pushing for is to ensure that uh, district 186 gets uh, a benefit out of this as well Uh, more from alderman williams
5: but because i want to benefit the entire city and and all these wards have students who go to public school pretty much in springfield and i want our school district to benefit from it i don't want to share i don't want to do the other things we've done out in those areas in the past, so that's why I put that in there. And I just wanna say, if you, if you believe in what you're saying, that you wanna, why not put it in writing? Why not leave it and take out the, if practical? I mean, we're gonna put it all the buildings on the side that benefits School District 186
0: more uh, from alderman williams last night
5: it wouldn't apply to those teams but outside at 90 mile radius they come to springfield they must state i've been told we can't say that yeah we can't do that
3: so i can answer so that's a bit more of an operational question so your first question you know from the operation side from from our team what i can tell you is we'd be committed to doing everything we can to get the school teams there in writing though
5: the v- community v- v- benefits agreement where you're saying that the teams that are playing in your tournaments will stay in Springfield hotels because then they're staying all over Springfield. When they fill out, fill up in the closer ones in Springfield, they'll come over to my 12 up and down Dirksen Parkway. Yep.
0: So, uh, again, Alderman Williams really looking to ensure that uh, if teams come to Springfield, that they have to uh, stay in a Springfield hotel. Uh, and that's uh, an agreement that uh, at least uh, the uh, developer said uh, sounds great in practice, but they don't want to put that in writing because, well, it could run a afoul uh, if if maybe they have one or uh, two different uh, participants uh, not willing to go along with that.
3: So as you bring in an outside event operator, they, you know, they're serving- events and certain tournaments out there that don't have a state of play and and don't run through that Um, there's certain that'll come in and have their own pieces and so those are operations as we bring in a rights holder we may not necessarily be able to control so we didn't want to put a commitment in there that we couldn't meet
0: he also talked about how they do plan on working with local hotels uh, especially in Springfield to ensure that uh, they get that business
3: again our commitment from an experience standpoint to not only the hotels in the community but also our guests is to utilize the local hotels here as much as possible and one of the first things we do when we come in as an operator for a project is we sit down with those hoteliers and we talk to them about what they want to see because just as important that the guests get a good experience at the hotels the hotels need to get a good experience from the guests and from our operation. so we're committed to that the reason that we can't fully commit writing is simply because there will be some things throughout this process that'll be out of our control operationally
0: Alderman Williams also talking about uh, some of the other sports complexes that are out there, private sports complex that uh, that did not necessarily get any tax dollars for their facilities and their operations.
5: Robbins, Roberts, and then the Chamberlain Park, the gym—you know—all these different facilities throughout Springfield could get some of that business and some of that them overflow games. Uh, again, I'm not good in the tournament of sports and things, but listening to. Uh, my colleague here uh, I thought that that was possible
0: we also uh, have uh, the developer uh, again addressing some of the questions that were raised this is Jim Arnold from the uh, Legacy Sports developer
3: And, and we can make a commitment to you that we will exhaust all efforts to make all of those things happen I think where we stood was we didn't want to take a chance that we would be in breach of an agreement if we dealt with one or two events along the way that did not want to do that. And quite honestly, we could look and say, hey, if that event doesn't support the city and doesn't want to, maybe we need to look at a different event and bringing somebody else in.
0: So coming back, we'll hear more aldermen chiming in. Uh, Alderman Chuck Redpath, Alderman McMiniman, Alderwoman Conley, Alderwoman DeCenso, and more. Um, Plus, we'll uh, do what we can to uh, get to a contentious moment between several aldermen and get an update of what the mayor's thinking is with uh, mask guidance in the city of Springfield. It's all on the way here with the council roundup on the WMAY morning news feed. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west at West Subs, their location for lunch downtown. It's open. Let's get into it more from the legacy sports complex debate last night. Ultimately, the measure passed, but Alderman McMiniman had some questions about, uh, well, just the uh, overall approach here and uh, how much the city's on the hook for.
6: As I understand the financing package, our tax incentives are all directed towards the outside facility. So if at some point, we're told that the indoor facility might not happen we're already committed to the outdoor facility with all the
0: incentives that's not necessarily the case alderman redpath said the amendment that they uh, put up uh, would actually uh, make sure that they're not on the hook if the uh, out if the indoor facility isn't uh, isn't uh, completed
7: the whole point of the amendment alderman was to hold their feet to the fire basically to make sure that they move to phase 2 which I think they're committed to do that. We just want the whole idea for us is the city council to protect the taxpayers' money, and that's what we're trying to do with this amendment.
0: Alderwoman Desenso jumping in. She supports this program and uh, laid out uh, some of her uh, questions, concerns, and criticisms of those who have ongoing criticisms of it.
8: So this isn't some far west side development. This is a, a south side. You know, it's a, it's a pretty centrally located development. <clears throat> So I'm, I'm getting a little tired of hearing that you know, this isn't going to benefit the whole city because it is gonna benefit the whole city. Anything good that happens and any revenue generated from this project does benefit the whole city. Um, you know, My ward doesn't get a percentage of the cannabis tax. I don't get that. Um, and I, I don't begrudge what anyone gets. You don't hear me complaining about it. I'm just pointing out the facts of this situation. And those are the facts of the situation. Um, I'm not trying to fight with anybody. I'm just trying to point out, you know, that this, you cannot get a more central location than what we are talking about right here.
0: Well, she says she's not trying to fight with anybody. The comment about the cannabis money is going to come back and uh, start a little bit of a spat. So we'll get to that later on in the roundup, but more from Alderwoman Desenso. What
8: was number one, the number one city post-pandemic? What is it, Mayor?
0: Springfield, Illinois.
8: Springfield, Illinois. (laughs) Lo and behold.
1: Thanks for teeing it up.
8: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are coming out of the pandemic and... We've got this big, shiny, new facility within our reach.
0: Alderwoman Conley uh, chiming in here with uh, her thoughts.
8: I have to tell you, you know, my kids grew up with the YMCA soccer. And, you know, I, I don't want to see something come in that's going to potentially undermine that activity. But that's also a different kind of, 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 game, of play.
0: She continues.
8: Springfield High School could use fields. To practice on. Um, what we have right now for Springfield High School is not fabulous. It's better than when my kids were there, but it's not great. So I appreciate that very much.
0: And Alderman Redpath, uh, chiming back in here, uh, somewhat addressing some of uh, Alderman Williams's concerns about the economic impact impacting all of the city, not just the south side of the city, especially when it comes to hotels, but also Alderman Redpath highlighting how they're looking to make it sure to drive economic uh, impact towards some areas that really need it.
7: And we're hoping to get numbers out on Dirksen Parkway to drive that drive that shopping center back into operation. That's a big deal for us. Uh, Stevenson Drive is another uh, big area that intersects with Alderman Williams and Alderman Gregory and my wards, and uh, so. Uh, the hotels on the Dirksen Parkway side to where the facility is going to be is eight minutes. And it's, it, you, you hop on 72 right at Stevenson Drive, and you're there in eight minutes. So we know that's going to be a prime, uh, prime set for the hotels that are going to be used in this thing.
0: So uh, the developer also uh, brought up the idea of the staff that are going to be working on this facility. Uh, they're going to be from Springfield.
3: Our staff's gonna live here. It's our staff, a lot of our staff's Uh gonna come from here. And it's gonna be where they live, where they raise their kids, where their kids go to high school. So being involved in the community, being tied into all that's extremely important.
0: So uh, moving on with other concerns here, uh, Alderman Hanauer brings up a little bit of a history lesson.
2: On the radio, the song Xanadu popped up. And (laughs) anybody that's been around Springfield knows there was a sports complex called Xanadu that was a big proposed. Complex and it, it. They tried to get it off the ground, never happened.
0: I just got a, a message from Lokia. <laughs> she said, uh, uh, "What's the difference between the pending sports complex and Hunter Lake?" No, oh, that's a great point. Uh, because they've been talking about Hunter Lake for a long time too. Uh, xanadu was a uh, uh, old uh, conversation but we get these projects that pop up it sounds great get all the pieces in place maybe even approve an ordinance allowing for it to move forward but then it just seems to fall apart is that what's going to happen here and that's a concern from some people alderman hanauer with more because
2: we're we're concerned because of like xanadu we've we've, we've had things come and People just, you know, tell us what we want to hear, and it it doesn't doesn't happen, you know. So that's that's kind of the it's it's kind of poetic that this this
0: happened, but <laughs> it's gone his way, and he heard Xanadu on the radio. That's uh, funny. Um, Alderman McMiniman is still concerned about the, the outlay of tax dollars that this project is going to call for. And he said that it's going to eat into different budgets uh, for across the city, including uh, the city's traditional tourism dollars. Uh, and he said, listen, this is going to put the this project on the backs of future city councils as well.
6: You know, I think if we pass this tonight, we're not just obligating this city council. We're obligating the next five city councils because once you commit... Um, what will be two-eighths, we've got 7% now, but our mayor is recommending that we um, add a 1%, so it will be 8% hotel-motel tax. Um, so it will be $1.2 million devoted to this legacy sports complex every year for the next
0: 23 years. And ultimately, uh, he said that that's going to eat into other budgets. Uh, And in particular, he said it's going to eat into Scott Dahl's budget with the uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau. And the mayor asked Scott Dahl a direct question.
1: Would you be comfortable in stating that uh, that 1% can come out of CBB? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And Scott Dahl gets up and uh, says, yeah, I'd be comfortable with
6: that. I'd I'd have no problem with that because I know we are going to get paid back four times over down the road. We'll make more money, more money come back to our budget down
0: the road. So uh, by having the development, he foresees that you're going to see a lot more uh, hotel stays, and that's going to generate even more revenue for the city through hotel motel tax. Uh, More from Alderwoman DeCenso. Uh,
8: Director Dahl, do you support this project?
6: Absolutely.
8: Okay, why do you support this project?
6: Because we are
0: stuck. And he said that they're stuck with a kind of flatlined um, hotel occupancy rate and talks more about that. We
6: had never reached 60%. And I came to the mayor and I said, mayor, we want to get the city to 60%. I gave you all lapel pins. We have a push to get the city to 60%. I set a goal for the Visit Springfield team. But when you look back at 20 years, we can't reach 60% hotel occupancy in the capital city with everything that we have. Abraham Lincoln, Route 66 meetings, conventions, we can't reach 60% That's ridiculous, and that's unacceptable.
0: And he says this could change that. Uh, Now let's hear from some private businesses that have sports complex type of operations, and they're concerned about this. In particular, I think the argument you hear is they put up their own private money for their businesses. They didn't get a cut of tax dollars. Here's one.
1: Steve Klonick, address 1212 South Grand Avenue, Springfield, Illinois, 62704.
0: I believe he owns the gym.
1: We built our facility in 2000. So we've been there 21 years. And you know what? It was always our intent that we wanted to run tournaments. We thought we could draw from Chicago, Indianapolis, St. Louis, uh, Quincy area, because we're right in the middle. And more. You know, this is going to be a tournament place. It's not going to affect your business. Okay. Well, I got to argue the opposite because I'm living it. You know, when this pandemic hit, In the state we're in, we could not operate at the gym. So what do I do?
0: More from uh, this operator.
1: But I like a level playing field. Never came to you guys when we built and asked for money. Never asked for anything.
0: And another uh, owner, private owner, talking about uh, the leveling of the playing field here and how this uh, plan that the city's ultimately approving uh, does not make for a level playing field.
7: Um, my name, for those who don't know
2: me, I'm Bruce, my is Bruce Weibo. I own the 8th Street Gymnasium, which is the old Ursuline facility that's been renovated and done.
0: And he said that that is in the city of Springfield.
2: I am in the city. And I didn't ask for any help for that. I did it with my money and my cash. It's all, my whole life is in that place. And we have competition in the town here, and I'm all for competition, and I'm all for uh, anybody who's putting their money into it. But I'm, like Steve said, I'm I need a fair playing field. I
4: can't compete with somebody when he's getting money, and I'm not.
0: And ultimately, those concerns um, not heard because the vote last the night passes a voting yes, three voting no. So it passed. Mayor Jim Langfelder joining uh, the proponents on that and approving. All right. Coming back, uh, we're going to extend the council roundup just a little bit because I want to get to some of the conversation about the city's mask guidance after the CDC and the states issued their guidance on masks for covid-19. But also a bit of a dust up between Alderman Sean Gregory and Alderwoman Kristen DeSenso. Stay tuned on the way here with the WMAY Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. This is WMAY. Final few moments here of the Council Roundup on the WMAY Morning News Feed extended version because it was a three-hour meeting last night and there was a lot to get to, including all that debate about the Legacy Sports Center. That ultimately passed last night, so we'll see the shovels hitting the ground sometime. Um, we'll keep posted on all that. Uh, but last night, also, there was conversation about uh, the new mask rules, and uh, Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel said that today uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder will be issuing a new executive order to be more in line with the CDC and the state's guidance. Uh, But Alderman Ralph Hanauer, he said, listen, there's other things that happened during the pandemic through executive orders that uh, he'd like to see stick around a bit.
1: My own opinion, CDC should have left it in place through May. That's the mayor. Unfortunately, it didn't because you have graduations, everything else happening. But uh, we do recommend people wear it uh, if they have not been vaccinated. Of course, there's not going to be any enforcement. Um, So it is what it is.
0: But here's uh, Alderman Hanauer.
1: I guess my question
2: is, at what point do do we remove these? both these and and you know what effects that has on anything that we put forward there was a lot of things that we did that quite frankly um, i I think it would be good to keep some of this for for our our bars and restaurants I thought that it turned out to be very positive uh, experience for for people that people like to eat outside or, or whatever and, and our, our liquor license uh, rules don't allow for some of that and Um, I think it's something we need to look into.
0: So maybe we see uh, some of the things from the pandemic carry over, uh, like being a little bit uh, more relaxed when it comes to liquor laws and uh, you know, allowing for that uh, outdoor consumption and uh, the parklets and uh, outdoor dining uh, and those types of things. So we may see more of that brought up in the future. But the mayor really, uh, I think, hitting home on something when it comes to this bridge phase uh, that we're currently under uh, per the governor's uh, COVID 19 reopening plan.
1: I was at lunch at uh, Joe Rogers Chili on the, that Thursday, and I said, Well, the bridge is. Tomorrow, Friday, it should be happy. You know, you're going to have your increased business. He said, "No, this is it. You know, because of the rules of the six-foot distance, and so it didn't increase his capacity. And that's the frustrating part of that for the restaurants. You'd hope uh, that they were able to open up to 50 percent capacity, but,
0: yeah not so much because it went from 50 to 60 percent. Some restaurants." They don't really have the floor plan to be able to do that. Uh, Moving on, another final piece here. Uh, Earlier in the debate about the Legacy Sports Complex, uh, Alderwoman DeCenso mentioned that, uh, you know, the, the various parts of the city are getting cannabis tax revenue that other parts of the city are not getting. Alderman Sean Gregory took issue on that after laying out a variety of other things like the upcoming Juneteenth celebrations and a Black Lives Matter uh, day that's being recognized and the need for a sign. He also is asking about where his uh, police reform ordinance is and he was told that that's on the way, but he brought this up uh, to kind of delve back into the debate from earlier.
4: The cannabis money is extra for the for the damage that was done to to communities like mine across this, this country as again the place. When we passed as the ordinance, everybody had a chance to weigh in, and and there is some places on the map, and and, and I've had these discussions that 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 do um, have some areas uh, of the war on drugs other than the east side, and we had an opportunity to address that, but we didn't. We gave it to the police and fire pension. That was our choice. So I don't want to hear about every time I want something for our community that you got the weed money. It's disrespectful. And that's just my point on that. I'm ready for new business.
0: And all the Roman descents are responding.
8: We put that money towards Wards 2 and Wards 3 because the major component of the state legislation was social justice reform. That was the major component. And we recognize that as a council. So when I was holding anything over your head, we're just reminding you. Well,
4: that I don't need reminded. That's well, that's the problem. I don't need
0: reminded.
1: Let, let, let her finish her statement, please. She
0: continues.
8: We're not sure we're gonna get that vote, and that's not right either.
4: Well, that's not true, but we can have that conversation another time. I and mean, you should definitely know why.
8: Oh, well, I know why.
4: I know you do. I so know why. You should.
8: But you know. We are allowed to have conversations here, Sean, without, without being called names when I'm we leave call this name. room, did I call with, you without name? being called um, you know, horrible names, actually. The
4: community does that.
8: No, no, no. I don't do it. You do it.
4: Okay. You do it. Show, do it. Show it. Show
8: it. You've done it many times.
4: Show it. This is getting too personal. Yeah. Show it, because I can talk about what you did. What I do? So, Send them the video the, to the news. stuff right oh, like there. So hush. We can go on and on and on. Give me
1: a break. break.
0: Point
1: of order, ma'am. If, of order. if uh, you direct the
5: comments to the chair, and I guess I'll have to say that every meeting.
0: And that's your council roundup. We'll be back.